It was amazing time, this time worshiping the Lord. And His presence was here with us. Even we have empty seats here in church. But I could feel the presence of God. And this same presence is working in your life right now in your living room where you are. Glory to God for this wonderful time. And I want to share a word with you today. And we, we started last week a new series of messages. The Holy Spirit series. And today we're going to have the second message. But first, I would like to recap some points from the previous message. Just to remember you, because I, we are going to continue speaking about this wonderful person that is the Holy Spirit. And I said, if you want to meet the Holy Spirit and that you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, start by first learning about the Holy Spirit. When, we, when you start learning about the Holy Spirit, He takes note of that and He sees that you are interested in Him. And also remember, God the Father, He is in the throne. Jesus, he's sitting at the right hand of God. But the Holy Spirit, he is among us. And remember that the Holy Spirit, he is not in heaven. The Holy Spirit is here on earth. And also remember that anything... God does in our life will be through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not the third person of Trinity. He is a person of Trinity. He does not rank third. He's actually the most important person on earth. And also the disciples were with Jesus for three and a half years. They received a lot of teachings from Jesus. And they saw the most extraordinary miracles you can ever see. But when persecution came, started, they all cursed Jesus, left him and ran away. You are going to read that in Matthew 26, verse 56. And also when Jesus was physically with his disciples, our eleven ran away. But the Holy Spirit came inside all these eleven disciples. None ever betrayed Jesus Again, when Jesus, also when Jesus was going away, he said, it's better, it's more adventurous 
that I go. Or Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, but it's better for you that I go, Jesus said. Or the Holy Spirit is better for you than Jesus in the flesh. Is what Jesus said. Because the disciples made history not with Jesus physically, but with the Holy Spirit. And today's message is lifeless monuments. Yes, lifeless monuments is the second message from the Holy Spirit series. And you are going to understand as I, I keep preaching, why lifeless monuments? Because we are living, my brothers and sisters, in the last days. You know, we are at the end. Because the last days began with the first coming of Jesus. And we reach their climax at the second coming of Jesus. And what, what do you think are going to happen in the last days? I want to read the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 17, that says, In the last days, or at the end, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Hallelujah. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams, even on my servants, both men and women, will, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. My beloved brothers and sisters, we are in the last days, we can see very clear, and God has promised us that in the last day, he will pour out his Holy Spirit on all people, on his servants, men and women. This is a wonderful promise of God. I know in the end of times many evil things are going to happen, but there is one outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the last days, and this is what we are expecting. And remember that the true church of Christ will be awakened and revived and sent with extraordinary passion and zeal and prophetic power right in the midst of terrorism and war and persecution and natural disasters. Yes. In the midst of troubles, war, a lot of troubles that will come in the last days. Many people, their love, many Christians, their love is going to grow cold. But there is one promise. In the midst of the cha this chaos, the Bible says, I will pour out my spirit over all people. 
This is a wonderful promise of God. And, and the church of God are going to be awakened and revived. This is what I believe. But before God can bring revival to our church, our ministry, He will bring revival to you. God is interested in you and He wants to wake you up. Before he wake up his church, he wants to touch you, to wake up you. Revival, how revival starts. My heart burns when I speak about the revival. Because I am praying for a revival for many, many years. I, I am hearing this pray room here in this church for just here in Ireland praying for 12 years for this revival and I am waiting for this revival and when revival starts revival starts when the with the relationship with the Holy Spirit if we have no relationship with the Holy Spirit we are as good as dead this is the truth Churches with no relationship with the Holy Spirit are just religious dead monuments. Church, I'm going to repeat again. Church with no relationship with the Holy Spirit are just religious dead monuments. This is the reason of this title of the message. Lifeless monuments. Are you the, the body, the living body of Christ or just lifeless monument? A body without a spirit, a body without a spirit is a corpse. And Christianity without the Holy Spirit is a corpse. Why? Because a corpse, it has all the fingers. It has legs, feet. It has all the right things. The right theology. The only thing it doesn't have is life. It's religion and it's a monument. Christians without relationship with the Holy Spirit is lifeless monuments. Christians without relationship with the Holy Spirit is lifeless monuments. I'm going to talk more about revival at the end of this message. But I want to talk now about the importance of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus. Because we need to understand, Jesus was, he came here as a man. And you are going to be astonished, impressed, how the Holy Spirit guided. And everything that Jesus did on earth 
was through the Holy Spirit. Then you need to understand how important is your relationship with this wonderful person that is the Holy Spirit. And I ask you, how is your relationship with Him? How is your relationship with Him? Do you have fellowship? Next week I'm going to speak about this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Do you know what is fellowship? When two people start talking with each other. And I'm going to talk next week about that. But let's talk about the importance of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus. First point. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit was there when Jesus was conceived. Let's read Matthew 1.18 that says... This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to marry to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow. She she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit was responsible to bring Jesus on earth and to make Mary pregnant. <laughs> Second, Jesus was filled by the Holy Spirit. Luke 4 chapter 1 says, Then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan River and he was led by the Spirit in the wilderness or after Jesus baptism he was filled by the Holy Spirit third Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. He was filled. But here says he was led. He was guided by the Holy Spirit. Matthew 4.1 says. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit. Into wilderness. To be tempted. By the devil. The Bible shows us. That while on this earth, Jesus was led and guided by the Holy Spirit. If Jesus was led and guided by the Holy Spirit, can you imagine you and me? Four, Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Luke 4, 14. Luke chapter 4 verse 14 says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit to Galilee. Or Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit to fulfill God's plan for his life. Number 5. 
Jesus offered himself as a sacrifice through the Holy Spirit. Let's read Hebrews 9:14 that says, "For by the power of the eternal spirit, by the power of the, the spirit, Christ offered himself to God as perfect sacrifice for our sins. My brothers, we all are we are marveled at Jesus' sacrifice at the cross. But the Bible says that it was happened through the Holy Spirit or by the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ offered himself himself as a perfect sacrifice for our sins through the Holy Spirit. Number six, Jesus was raised from death by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> this verse, very well known, Romans 8:11, that says, The Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from dead lives in you. Can you imagine? The same spirit that raised Jesus from death lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from death, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. Wow! So powerful. How so? The Holy Spirit was responsible for raising Jesus from death. This is the same Spirit that lives in you, my brother and sister. Only the Holy Spirit can revive you from spiritual death and spiritual sleeping. The same Spirit. That rose Jesus. He can raise you. From spiritual death. Also. Can you remember. The first sermon. That Jesus preached. In the Bible. Can you remember. The first sermon. That Jesus preached. In the Bible. Number seven, the first sermon Jesus preached was about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> or Jesus, I think you remember, Jesus entered the temple and he was there inside of the temple. Then he got up, he got to the book of Isaiah 61 and he, he read... It was his first sermon. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Wow. Or this was his first sermon in the Bible. And what was? The Spirit 
of the Lord, the Holy Spirit is upon me. And as a result, I, I, I was, he said, I was anointed to proclaim the good news, to heal the sick, to heal disease, to bring the kingdom of God. Because of the Holy Spirit. Do you know the last thing that Jesus said before he died? Do you know? The last thing that Jesus said before he died was about the coming of the Holy Spirit. You are going to see that in the Bible, my brothers. Always. The Holy Spirit marked Jesus' life. And the last thing he said, you are going to read, I'm not going to read, but it's written in John 14, chapter 14, verse 16, 17, and 25. But what Jesus said, it was, I am living, and the Holy Spirit is coming. I am going, but I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to leave you orphans, but I'm going to send you the helper, the Holy Spirit. This is, was the last things he said before he died. And do you know now the last thing that Jesus said before he went to heaven? It's amazing. The last thing before he goes to heaven. Book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, and 89 else. The last thing that Jesus said before he left earth and went to the heaven was, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And I'm going to read now. Also when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Number chapter uh, verse 8 now. 1 verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witness telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, through Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Verse 9. After saying this, he was taken up into the clouds. While they were watching, and they, and they could no longer see him. This was his last words before he goes to heaven. And my brothers, the Holy Spirit was so important in the life of Jesus. That the Bible tells us that everything in Jesus' life... Everything in Jesus' life was done 
can you imagine how important it is to speak about the Holy Spirit? And do and who I am teaching and, and speaking about this wonderful person that is the Holy Spirit. No, I want to I want to talk about I want to turn your attention to baptism. Because many people they have difficulty to understand about it. And and also the Holy Spirit has a great uh, work when before we born again. And I want to talk a little bit more. Because in Hebrews 6 verse 2. Hebrews 6 verse 2. The Bible talks ab about doctrines of baptisms. The doctrines of baptisms. Or the Bible don't say baptism, but baptisms or plural. Us can see different kind of baptism in Bible. Let's read now First uh, Corinthians twelve verse thirteen that says, "By one Spirit or the Holy Spirit." By one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Or by one Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, we all, the church of Christ, are baptized into one body that is the body of Christ. Or the Holy Spirit baptizes into Christ. What that means? My brothers and sisters. It means you cannot come to Jesus without Holy Spirit help. You cannot come. You need the Holy Spirit help. When you get saved, you become part of the body of Christ. And it is the Holy Spirit who takes you into the body of Christ. This is what the Bible says we read. The Holy Spirit takes you into the body of Christ. He, he baptizes us into the body of Christ. That is the first baptism. Okay? Then, because you are baptized into the body of Christ, or because you are saved, you are in the body that is the church, after this, you can get baptized in water. Okay? It's another baptism. Because you are already saved. Because you are baptized into the body of Christ. Then now you will get baptized in water. And the Bible says that Jesus baptizes also back into the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit baptizes into Christ then we, be, we become part of Jesus' body, okay then Jesus say now that you are part of my body I want to baptize you into the Holy Spirit so that you can reach the world to Christ you are baptized into the body 
of Christ. Now Jesus baptized you into the Holy Spirit. When you are baptized into the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk more about it. But now something very powerful is going to happen. Because when you are baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. You get saved. But when you get baptized by Jesus in the Holy Spirit. Many others you be saved through you. I'm going to repeat that again. When you are baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body, you get saved. But when you get baptized by Jesus into the Holy Spirit, or you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, many others you be saved through you. And also, my brothers and sisters, people who save others today are people who are not just baptized into Christ, but they are baptized by Christ into the Holy Spirit. This is, I can see very clear. People who are saving people, people who has passion for Jesus, is not just people who has get entered into the body of Christ or just was baptized into water but it's people who got baptized by the Holy Spirit and you need this baptism of the Holy Spirit it's going to bring fire into your heart and maybe in the next message I'm going to talk about how I was baptized in the Holy Spirit how I had this great experience. And maybe next, next week. When we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings us life. Do you remember? What the Holy Spirit did with the disciples? Did you remember? <laughs> they were fearful cowards. They denied Jesus. But when they were full of the Holy Spirit, they became courageous, brave, fearless. And they were used to save many other people and to make disciples for Jesus. This is what happened. Sometimes we are cowards, full of fear. But then... When we have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, our life, I totally change it. And then we are used to save others. If you look at your life, how many people do you save? Do, do you lead to Christ? You are going to see that you need this power of the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Who, who brings life into you, our life is the Holy Spirit. This is why you need him so much. Because my brothers, a human body without life is just a corpse. And a Christian without fellowship with the Holy Spirit is a dead person. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings 
life and revival. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings life and revival. And without this fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we are just dead monuments. And there is no life in us. I know this is a strong message for many people. But you need to hear that. Because I can see today, many people, they are just monuments. Lifeless monuments. Because there is no life. Revival is not when we have phenomenal facilities. Amazing music. Great lights. Talented musicians. Smoke machines. Or good speeches. Revival is when the Spirit of God is breathing in the body of Christ. This is revival. We can put many things here, but this is not revival. This is a noise or beautiful things. But what we need is this holy presence of the Holy Spirit. Look at his name. Holy Spirit. <laughs> if this person that is holy lives in you, he's going to do something inside of you. A body without the spirit is a corpse. A body without a spirit is a corpse. And Christianity without the Holy Spirit is a corpse. Why? Because it has everything. Fingers, legs, feet, everything. The right theology, great music, but it doesn't have life. When there is no fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we are left with religion. And it's a monument, but not the living body of Christ. I can see my brothers... Today, many churches, they have many people with amazing talents, are talents, video cameras, smoke machines, lights, thousands of followers on social media. But these things cannot produce life, sorry. Because the Holy Spirit alone can produce life. And when we as a church lose the power of the Holy Spirit. We get, we get the need to produce things for man's entertainment. Yeah. We need to produce a lot of things. To entertain people. Because we have no... We look, we lose the power of the Holy Spirit. Without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are going to be just entertainers. This is the truth. 
talent, entertainment cannot save life, cannot save lost lives, talent cannot deliver people from demons, no, it does not heal marriage, it cannot restore a life of somebody's child, or to break one evil chain, or heal disease. Only God through the Holy Spirit in our lives can bring transformation. Without this power of the Holy Spirit, my brothers, it's going to be just entertainment. Without the Holy Spirit, we are a dead bodies with no life, no movement. We have the shape of a body but no function. Corpse, corpses, just. We have everything. A corpse has legs, but don't walk. Has finger, but don't touch. Because it's a dead body. I believe that revival is never determined by the size of a church. It's determined by the size of God's activity in the church and by our thirst and hunger for the Holy Spirit. We can have a small or a big church, a young or old church, but what makes a church alive is when there it has the Holy Spirit. The heart of the church beats for the lost when our hearts are beating to save people to transform people and the month of the church preached the gospel and the ears of the church hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and the legs of the church go into the world to make disciples that is a movement in the church. If you are not doing that, we are just corpses. Dead body. We have everything, but nothing is working or functioning in our lives. Lifeless monuments. It might not have a good musician. Or nice building or parking space but it has the Holy Spirit if you want to be this church my brothers I am a pastor of a, a small church today and I don't want just a big church or a big gathering I want to see people hungry for the Holy Spirit who brings life and creates this movement. Because it's the Holy Spirit. We have indeed been praying for a new building. We are praying. We are asking to God for a new building. But the most important thing for us is not the building. But a revival. And the move of the Holy Spirit among us. For me, this is the most important. 
Because I can see mega churches with a big buildings, but it's just lifeless monument. If you have no relationship with the Holy Spirit, we are dead people. If I have no revival, it's a dead sermon to dead people. I'm talking about myself. If I have no revival, it's a dead sermon to dead people. When we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, we as church become the living body of Christ. We will have a heart that beats for the lost souls. Feet that will evangelize to preach the gospel. Mouth that will praise the Lord. Ears that is, is going to hear God. And hands that will help others. To pray for others. To heal others. And to love God. And to make disciples. Are you the living body of Christ? Or a lifeless monument? Stop being a monument, my brothers. And be the living body of Christ. What we need today... Is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We don't need entertainment or eloquence speech of speech. You can even have English problems or an imperfect English like me. But when the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes, revival comes. Because God said, it's not by might, <laughs> it's not by power, it's not by talents, it's not by great music, it's, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It's by the Holy Spirit, if you have no relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's a dead body, corpse, just And we need to, to cry out to the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit is who we need. We need the Holy Ghost. We need revival. When we don't have the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we need to create things to attract people to church. Because you do not have the Holy Spirit. If you feel that your spiritual life is dead, what you need is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Ghost comes, things change. Yes. Because He knows how to change our lives. Yeah. Only the Holy Spirit can change our lives, my brother. It's not me, it's the Holy Spirit. And he knows how to change the leaders of the church. 
He knows how to shift things in our town. So town can provide us with a building. Yeah. He knows the Holy Spirit. He knows everything because he created the planets. And we need to cry out, God send revival. This should be your prayer. God, I want to be revival. I want to be in fire. If you can, please close your eyes. Close your eyes if you can. I am finishing. But if you want the Spirit, you need to cry out earnestly. And say, God, I need revival. And the Holy, when the Holy Spirit comes, things come alive. Oh. We need the Holy Spirit of God that gives us life. And the life of God brings revival. Yes, with eyes closed, cry out and say, Holy Spirit, how I need you. I need you. We need to beg Jesus for a revival. We need to beg Jesus. Jesus, send revival to my town. Send revival to my church. Send revival to my pastor. Send revival to our leaders. Send revival to me, God. Please pray and ask Him. Send revival. I want to be in fire. For you, Jesus. If you are listening to me, you are living room, start crying, crying out right now. Cry out. The Holy Spirit will visit you in your house right now. The Holy Spirit will visit your life and He will bring life inside of you. Sometimes we are criticizing church people. Please stop criticizing your church and pray for your church. Stop criticizing your pastor and pray for your pastor. And beg Jesus earnestly. Please keep praying. Because before God bring revival to our church or ministry. He'll bring revival to you. God is interested in you, my brother. And He wants to wake you up. God wants to wake you up. Wake you up your prayer life. He wants to wake you up your holiness. He wants to wake you up your consecration life. He wants to wake you up your fasting life. He wants to wake up your intercession life. He wants to wake you up your giving life. Oh Lord, Father. I pray, Father. Bring revival upon all my brothers and sisters. We need, Father, bring Pour out your Holy Spirit over all my brothers. 
Father, that we can be thirst and hunger for the presence of the Holy Spirit, Father. Bring, Father, us to a new level of holiness, a new level of purity, Father, a new level of, new level of prayer, new level of fasting, Father, new level with the Bible, Father. Please, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Lord, I pray for your fire, your fire to fall upon our lives, upon our sacrifice, Father. Come, Holy Spirit, baptize us, fill us, and transform us. In Jesus' name I pray. Please cry out for the Holy Spirit. And we are going to continue this message, message next week. May the grace of the Lord Jesus and the love of God the Father and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Thank you.